His name is Twitty, and he is, as they say, wild and crazy. As a composer, arranger, and producer, he's exploring it all. From the furthest reaches of musical outer space to the most down-to-earth funk. And he sounds, well, he sounds exactly like this. Yeah, look. Okay, I'm cursed, this verse deserves a hearse Purple flowers in the perk, skinny jeans, I'm a jerk Fresh J's number seven, then I'm by 9-11 Niggas is baller blocking, plotting on interceptions Me, I'm getting busy, pour me a shot of Henny Flows are like hoes, look bro, I got plenty Smoking on something sticky, fuck with my nigga Twitty Representing Selim City, everybody fucking with him, yo And here we go Twitty J versus the world Fuck's World going on, everybody? And uh, I'm joined today by my friend, colleague, co-host, Uncle Night Night from the legendary Drunk Unks podcast. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and to my left, uh, special uninvited guest came in through the back door. That's what Jamaicans do. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Saquon Gallet with us. From uh, GaletteWrites.com. Yes, sir. Boombox Life. Yes. Uh, he makes clothes. Cool. He still burns CDs. That is not correct, but <laughs> we'll go with that. He writes books. Yes, yes. Slangs T-shirts. Slang, slangs uh, propaganda, depending <laughs> on who's listening to it. And he's also a podcast thought. Because when he's home, he makes his rounds on every show. He's a doorknob. Hey, Everybody man. gets a turn. Hey, man. Does some FM radio, too. Yeah, man. Lot, lot of us versus them. Yeah, man. He's like the honorary like third and a half member. We pissed off the Fox News contingent last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they tried. somebody I- called and complained and said that I cussed online. I mean, cussed on air. Not you. I don't even cuss in real life. I was about to say, not you. (laughs) Anybody else? (laughs) You? Nah, I'm not not buying it. It's not flying. (laughs) It's a good try, though. When the hate don't work, they start telling lies. Uh, So, Mr. Gillette has Fox News upset. Fox News. Nobody believe him any fucking way. (laughs) That's what Trump means by fake news. He means Fox. Right. Yeah, but whatever. Fuck them. Got so, a love-hate relationship with Fox, so I'm just going <laughs> to stay quiet. I prefer their uh, sitcoms. Their news is terrible. Facts. It's, it's a lot of bullshit with their news. I don't know why it's still on the air. But The Simpsons been predicting the future for years. Years. I mean, they did predict about a certain president... And predicted about a lot of stuff. And they also you know, predicted he was going to die. So that's I was trying to beat around the bush, but that's what I mean. So I'm still waiting for that to come true. You want to hear something funny? So today, I went to the Social Security Administration building, right? So you know, it's a state office, right? I think that's the first time I have been in like a state office since he was elected. So I was just looking up at the wall as it has a picture of him because he's the president. And I was like, wow, this shit is real. <laughs> it really didn't sink into you saw it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not my president. <laughs> Let me make that loud and clear. He is not Tweety J's president. I've made it a point to never say president and then his name after that. Never. Not, not once. His name is Trump. I'm like um, Mike Singletary. Can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> nope. Don't like that. Mm-mm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't plan on ever calling him president. So, But uh, I got a problem with the president, which I already know. Like, who lets him on Twitter? Like, who handles that? I mean, he does it himself. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, I know he do it, but, like, there's no backlash over the bullshit he be saying day in, day out. You, you know what that is? That's a byproduct byproduct of consistency being key. 
Because before he was elected, <laughs> he said a lot of bullshit. And I think he probably had that. He probably told him that day one. Don't nobody touch my phone. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to change as far as me and my phone. I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, we talked about on the show the one day. I'm like, if I go on Twitter and say some wild shit, my job ready to fire me. Facts. He can go on here and beef with other countries, disrespect black people, any people of color, and it's cool. They just putting up with it, you know. I think a lot of people silently disagree, but they're really like saving their own hides, so they just go along with it. And just then playing the fence, right? And then there's a large contingent of people that wanted to say that kind of stuff for a long time, and they're just happy that he's saying it. Man, it's true. I can agree with that. But you're more into politics than I am, so I got a question for you. What the fuck is going on with the Democrats? I don't think anything's... I don't, don't want to say anything's wrong, but I don't think um, it's, it's too far out of control as far as how many people are running. Because if you look at the Republicans in uh, 2016, when they first started, it was like 20 of them. You know what I mean? So now that there's 20 Democrats, everybody's like, what are they doing? But this is a process. It's got to filter itself out, see who rises to the top, and then we start to make some serious, serious decisions. Um, I just think that it's, it's unfortunate that Bernie is as old as he is because he might not get the call this time. Right. But I feel like his ideas are fueling the talks in America right now. So... His, his contribution may never be as a president, but all of his... Um, but he can be a special advisor. I'm just, just, just all of his initiatives and ideas are going to be what gets probably somebody else elected. Shout out to Uncle Bernie, man. I mean, personally, for personal reasons, I, you know, I like Joe Biden. I, I love Joe Biden. I mean, you know... He he be in the streets, man. I like a few of them. I really, I don't I don't have the problem with Biden that a lot of people seem to have. I think I think a lot of it though is people just trying too hard to be smart, right? Be intelligent. So, mm. you know, we we're gonna crucify him over like the crime think the crime bill things that happened 20, 30, 40 years ago when we actually have a racist in the office right now. Like, so are we gonna are we gonna allow the racist in now? To stay there by crucifying this man over something that happened 40 years ago, right. I don't think that that's a fair exchange. Because the dude in the office, and I quote, said, just grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's running You gotta the love country. the most direct approach. <laughs> <laughs> grab somebody by the pussy. I think they kind of know what you're there for. Man. Uh, I know I know it's your uh I know it's your world player, but check this out, right? I got three rants lined up hey, for the well, show. So I don't wanna Go right ahead. I'm yeah. I'ma just give one, maybe two. Let me check my right, go, go ahead, go my ahead. smartphone. It's allegedly <laughs> smarter than me. Digital Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> check my palm pilot. Always on point. Okay. So I was on my social media and Somebody said, please pray for me. No questions. Yeah. And I was like, not going to pray for you. <laughs> Here's why. If I can't ask no questions, how do I know what you're praying for right. aligns with what I'm good with? What if, you, what if you're a kid from Chicago, right? You say, I'm praying for my uncle. He about to go to trial. And his uncle's R. Kelly. Can't pray for that. What if, you know, we work together and we both put in for the same promotion? I can't, I can't pray for you to get the promotion. I'm trying to get it. It can only be one. It can only be one. So I feel like if you're looking for prayers, 
Stop looking for them on social media. Just say your prayers. Yeah, you know how I feel about the social media prayers. Yeah, man, it's too much, man. Like, I was just thinking about it today. It was like, how you gonna give me rules for my prayers for you? Like, no questions, <laughs> huh? This this prayer comes with a stipulation. You can't ask about it. How, just go ahead and do it. How am I supposed to help you if you don't want me to ask no questions? Fucking <laughs> idiot. Your car broke down. Hey, can you help me? Well, what seems to be wrong with it? Uh, it's not starting. Okay, well, is the battery right? Is the starter right? Alternator. Can't ask none of that. Car don't work. <laughs> Just pray that you can get it working. Huh? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh -huh. Come on, man. I got questions. Hey. If you want to say pray for my aunt because she's sick in the hospital, okay, cool. Right. But I said People told me I couldn't pray for uh, Nip's family because I didn't know him. That's dumb. Then that's, that's about as much. That's what sparked the whole fuck granny movement. So when she fall and break her hip, don't ask me to pray for her. Fuck granny. I don't know. No, we're, I don't know her, so you can't get my prayers. Have that same energy. Keep that same energy, homeboy. I'm saying you know me, but I don't know your grandma. <laughs> right. So, how are you guys enjoying this summer so far? Summer's been okay. I I, I missed the heat wave. I wasn't in New Jersey for the heat wave. So. <sighs> Man, yeah. that was bad. That was somebody that was praying for you, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prayed that my brother I just watched everybody complain about it on Facebook. You know, He's like, my oh, <laughs> no heat wave here. Yeah. And I knew I was coming to Jersey. I'm like, man, I hope that's over before I get there. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me push that flight back. <laughs> yeah, you got like a small piece of it, man. We was out here in the trenches and that shit. Bro, that was disrespectful. Yeah. It was so bad. We had to record at like 11 at night just for it to cool down. Yeah, I'm sad that I missed that. Like when I lived in Las Vegas, right? Mm -hmm. It was not uncommon 10 o'clock in the morning to get in the car and the weather be 122 degrees. And if the sheer excitement that people would have when it would just drop down to 90 degrees, they'd be like, oh, it's 90 degrees. We can do anything now. Well, <laughs> yeah, because that humidity, other than Arizona. Yeah, I was about to say, you know about the desert. 90 degrees, we play basketball outside. Facts. That, <laughs> 90 degrees, bro. We had the court show. You coming? Yeah, I'm about to pull up. I'm that's, already that, route. that's that dry heat, though. We got all that when you sweat as soon as you go outside the door heat over here. That desert heat different though, because you sweat, it dry up, and you start sweating again <laughs> before you realize what happened. That's kind of like that Georgia heat, man. I was down there. That shit was crazy. If you're not, if you're not prepared for it, if you're, uh, if you your skin care ain't right, you'd be walking around with a little sweat stain across your forehead, <laughs> little white streak. You ain't got no ideas there. I've seen it plenty of times. Laughed everyone. <laughs> and so you are lucky you got to escape the heat wave. Sorry, so, Doug. I had a question for you, uh, Saquon. What's up? As it pertains to that desert heat versus humidity. I know when I was gone, the first time I came back to, I came to the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So I came to Texas. I was in San Antonio. Right. So I got off the flight. Walking through the airport, door opens for me to go to the car. Bruh, I felt like I was being suffocated. The first time I felt humidity after not feeling it, it was like a complete invasion. Was was it? Did you have an experience similar to that? Bruh. <laughs> and this is how real it is. I grew up in New Jersey my entire life. Mm -hmm. Summers in Delaware. Right. <laughs> I moved to Arizona May the 4th, right? Mm -hmm. I come back for a weekend in June, June the 16th or something like that. Too the humidity murdered me. It's like six weeks. <laughs> like I don't know how I put up with it my whole life. It was terrible. <laughs> I've been gone for that long. Yo, I'm telling you, it is one of... The most terrible experiences. <laughs> nah, it is. That's how it was when I came back from Georgia. I said I was down there for what three months. So I said my first day down there, I'm still in Jersey, 
mode. I'm gonna go outside and check the mail. I ain't got no socks on, but the mailbox right there. Mm-mm. Man, it's like 9.30 in the morning. Mm-mm. I stepped on that concrete, Man. hopped smooth in the grass. <laughs> what the fuck? Start doing the bird, Birdman. <laughs> Coco beware. <laughs> that shoe was bad, yo. Oh, I hope you ain't no corns on your feet. It's about to be some popcorn. Go <laughs> you Jiffy Pop, boy. It took me like a couple of weeks to adjust to it, but I, I wasn't... I mean, it wasn't bad. I bet your ass wore sneaks every time you went outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. After that. that was a one Slipper and done. Sneaks that shit was a one and done. I spit on the sidewalk and Fiend Steen come off the shit. Like, that shit was bad. But then when I got back up here, I think once I hit Maryland and I had a layover, I'm in the station dying. Like, come on, man. I don't wait and change my shirt, everything. Like, like yo, this is bad. <laughs> Cause the whole time Daryl like nah this, this heat different than, than up north whatever it's hot it's hot but like you said I wasn't sweating like that down there like bruh I've lived in Georgia as well I loved Georgia when I was down there though that was the that was the only thing about Arizona for me I the heat is almost better it's a lot hotter but the, the no humidity really makes it Bearable. It's bearable. Like once you start hitting 125, 130, then it's like, yeah, uh, not but, coming outside today. But the only thing <laughs> was, if you work and you don't have cover parking and your car sits there all day, Ooh. by the time you get out to your car and you turn the air on full blast, your car is not going to be cool until you're almost home. Depending on how long your commute is, that is absolutely accurate, because. I know when I lived in Vegas, I worked in downtown Las Vegas. I mean, around the corner from where the shooting happened with Tupac. Mm. And when I I worked at 9 to 5. So you imagine downtown Vegas during rush hour. My commute to work was 20 minutes. My commute home was an hour. And as soon as I got there, my AC went out. Mm. I'm like... I've done this before, you know. I'm, I'm, never, never, never experienced anything like that. I think, I think, like after a week, my air conditioner was like, "I ain't signed up for this shit." <laughs> my God, fight you! <laughs> my air conditioner was like, "I'm working way too hard <laughs> for all of this." I remember, I remember my AC wasn't working, and it had the nerve to start raining. So I'm hot. I can't put the windows down. The windows are getting foggy. I got, I'm going to the gym. So I got, uh, I got a t-shirt in my gym bag. I'm grabbing that shit at the red light, trying to wipe off fog <laughs> off the car. All type of rain hitting me. I was like, this is, put it like this. That shit happened on a Thursday. Saturday, I had a new car. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I was like, I'm sick of this shit. It's nothing to play with. Don't blame me. Damn sure don't blame you on that one. Sometimes a man's circumstances will make him <laughs> will make him upgrade. <laughs> it's a, it's a I got a question for Mr. Gillette. What's up, man? So uh Saturday I haven't brought up uh the whole puppy situation. How do you feel about that being a, a father and you got you got a son? What do you mean, Lori Harvey? Yeah. Like that that was his son's uh, ex girlfriend. Um was it a Hollywood girlfriend? <laughs> you know, they don't take relationships too seriously. Facts. But I, I, I asked the, same, the question, not that question, but I asked what were people mad at? Were they mad that she's so young? Or were they mad that it was his son's girlfriend? Because if, it, if you're mad that it's his, it was his son's girlfriend, I can get with that. Yeah, that's if what I'm mad If you're mad because she's young, nah. get over it. Because it's been happening we all, for years. We, and we all... Especially we, in Hollywood. People get passes, like... You know, Hugh Hefner was grabbing him 18 to the time he was 85. So. Right. Woody Allen redshirted his pussy for five years. <laughs> <laughs> right he redshirted. I'm going to adopt so, you. And then on your 18th birthday, guess what? <laughs> I just, I kind of stayed out of it just because I didn't know how serious his son was with Lori Harvey. Because, you know, sometimes people say, oh, they dated. And they really mean like they went on a couple of dates. Right. So, I, I wasn't too, and I never heard of her dealing with him until this, that situation. This, right. So yeah, I didn't know until now either. But I said my whole stance was it wasn't about the age. Cause I said it happens every day. You know what I'm saying? 
but that's just a line I can't cross. Like, <laughs> like that's just bad. Right. Whether he a superstar or not, like, not dating my motherfucking son's ex girlfriend. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like pro. I don't really care <laughs> because I mean because it couldn't have been that serious between his son and her because it would have immediately caused friction. And then as a father, you wouldn't even want that type of friction. So he would automatically disown her. So I'm so I'm like, there's no way that it was that deep. Yeah, it seems to be but pretty then, close to But when people too. when people was trying to take that and then twist it, then they're talking about he beat Kim Porter, he beat Cassie. There's no evidence to support those claims. Not saying it's, it's right or wrong, but I need proof. Yeah, because one of my friends on Facebook was blowing the trumpet on that. Like, he mm -hmm. to beat her, he beat Cassie. I'm like, I never really heard that. <laughs> and and usually hip-hop stories, I, he, I get but the, but the, the inside stuff. The crazy part about all that is this, right? They all left him. So, I mean, so they all split up from at a certain point. So right. if Cassie has a prime example, her music career is not much of a career. So if you're going to try to capitalize on your moment, then why not do what most people do? Do this tell-all about your relationship with him. Right. Then you air out all your dirty laundry. Then you get the... Uh, the the Barbara Walters interview, and then people and are that's calling when the you. Big bucks come in. You know what I mean? You, you you might crack New York New York Times bestseller for for a month or two, depending on. Like so, I don't really it don't hold that much weight to me because I'm like, if it was that bad, it would already been something happened about. Somebody would have went came and tried to check Diddy. I'm not saying they would have won. But somebody would at least made the attempt. Like you seen Ti walk up on Floyd. But mean he might have won the fight. Oh no, that that, that was. Did all that for sure though. Probably. Yeah. But then he got shooters, man. That's very true. I mean, he had one of the illest ones for a while. He got killed, but you know he still, you know, <laughs> there's a reason why people ain't people ain't running up on Diddy like that. And then this right here is where I throw the monkey wrench in. So, the last season of Power about to start up. Yeah. The show was fucking trash. No. How did, how y'all feel about this last season coming up? At this point, I just feel like you're just trying to ruffle feathers just for <laughs> shits and giggles. We bad as talk. I don't I don't like Power. Now, how can you not now, like Power? Wait, wait. How many episodes have you watched? Seven. So you seen season one? Yes. And season one was like eight episodes in total. So you didn't so make it like to the that. finale. <laughs> nah. So, season one of Power, I was confused for like three episodes. Three or four episodes. Because I was sitting here and I'm like, yo, yo, why? Why 50 talking crazy about this dude? He holding him down. He locked up. Now, when we get fast forward to the end, then it all made sense. But to say the show is trash... That is absolutely false. Well, that's your own fucking opinion. Now. You know how we feel about opinions over here. Yeah. Everybody's got one. Oh, just all opinions are not created equal. Yeah. <laughs> Some you know are just I mean? down here. Like, I could be Some like, are up here. You know, I could say something like, like, I don't like <laughs> Kevin Durant. But, but you don't I like Kevin that. Durant off of the but other thing. We've had that discussion. Out but I can say Kevin Durant sucks. And it's my opinion, so you can't tell me that it's not true. Even though there is he substantial. Really suck, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's substantial enough I proof. I can say that to and argue say it's my that. opinion. I got you. So, all opinions are not equal. Some are more, some, are, some derive from more fact and logical reasoning than others. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure I've said this before. It's it's on record. <laughs> we live in a we live in a supposedly free country, so your your uh, 
equal right to have an opinion doesn't mean that the merit of the opinion is equal. Mm. Yeah. That's major. Yeah. I like that. that. That's some shit an author would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, are y'all sad to see power go? No. I mean... I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, and then I'm going to let you go. And the okay, reason I say I'm going to tell you why is because there's only so many ways you're going to tell a story. Right. So you can't keep you can't keep telling part of this story over and over again. Um, and that's where a lot of shows go wrong. A lot of shows are actually created for the first season. And then when they get renewed, then it's like, oh, shit, it just got real. Now we really got to get creative because we had it set up. We had this arc set up. Now we have to create another. Now they've done a good job adjusting and keeping plot lines reasonably good. I, I think I think uh, Saquon can attest to this. Probably one of the most iconic scenes from the show is where you see Kanan kill his own son. Yeah, that is like one of the that's one of the realest shits I've ever seen in my life. Right. And nobody's ever done that, so I think that'll like make it last forever just off the strength of stuff like that but a lot of the story of which they're telling you have a guy who's been in the game and who's kind of outgrowing the game but he's still attached to so many other people right that depend on it that story's been told over and over again but yeah and that's kind of where i was at is you don't want to see the show go if you really like it but it kind of has you know run its course it's time to, it's time to end the story you know, so. so y'all don't want no like spinoffs. Nah, they're already doing spinoffs. Yeah, spinoff will be fine, but just this part of the story is like you said. You can't. It's time to close this chapter. Yeah, yeah. You kind of, you kind of gotta wind it down. I mean, if you're gonna do something, I, I've heard talks. I don't know what's actually gonna happen, but I heard talks of like a prequel. So you see a young ghost and a young Tommy, right, coming up under Kanan, kind of seeing how that life was. Before it gets to where it's at now. The only show I ever wanted to stay on forever was the Cosby show. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts. Best show ever. <laughs> Not even Martin. Martin was different towards the end, man. Him and Gina. Well, because yeah, you knew. Once they had him in different scenes and all that shit. They, they, they didn't shoot scenes together. That was. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, I, I can go with the Cosby show being on forever. But that's like a Fresh show Prince I started watching. <laughs> Fresh Prince was that word. Eh. You seen you seen them as teenagers and well, adults. For, for everybody in our generation, man, the Cosby Show was just like the greatest show ever. Yeah. Like no holds barred, best show ever. And produced a pretty successful spinoff in a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Different world went on for like five, six seasons. Mm-hmm. And it and it had good content. It's yeah. right up there with, with with those top spinoffs. I mean, there's some really, really good spinoffs like uh, Good Times and Jefferson's, and, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, it's right up there. Yeah, and um, I like when they have, like, the little reunion specials. Man, I be feeling like, like a little kid again when they have a little Cosby. Uh, they see everybody all grown and shit, and they be running back to clips. Yeah, that, that one that they did a few years ago, Look Back, that was really good. I wanted to be on the Cosby show. Who did? I was about to say, I think that was like goals for every kid. Especially when you seen an episode, like, I could have been Peter. I ain't had to say shit, just right. play with Rudy. <laughs> I could have been Peter. <laughs> I could have did that. That was that, that had been the best acting job. I don't even, he probably never even got half the bread he should have got because he never said like one line. Right. <laughs> right. So he couldn't even be a part of the uh, 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 SAG. <laughs> no. <laughs> Word up, man. I want to be on there. But, like, the Cosby show, it gave us hope that your mom ain't got to work at Walmart, McDonald's. Like, she's a lawyer. He's a doctor. That was the like, intent behind it. Yeah, like, us growing up, that wasn't common. You know what I mean? So, as he was, like, even uh, some of the shows that Saquon just mentioned, uh, the Jeffersons. George Jefferson was a business owner. Yeah. Yeah, and at that point, he owned a, a couple of cleaners. And then, you know, he's finally able to move on up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I the think Deluxe Apartment in the Sky. And then there was then there was more common shows like Good Times, Family and the Projects, mm -hmm. uh, Sanford and Son. Even though what he did might have been kind of frowned upon, but he had his own house and his own business, and he worked at his own leisure yeah. there. Like you didn't even realize the freedoms in which Fred Sanford actually had. Right. That's true. Yeah, we we need more stuff like that, man. Like I don't know if it's out of date to say, but we we need more shit like that. Well, Blackish. I love Blackish. Like, I, I love Blackish. And and they spun it off the same with like a different Grownish. Grownish is that work too. Let's just be honest. I've, 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 I've seen a seen few it. episodes of it. You gotta watch. I it. haven't seen it. Yet. It's it, but it's on a different. It's on different networks, Free and they got different. Yeah. They got different rules. So they can give you a little more. They they got a little more freedom with it. Yeah. Okay. So, Definitely gonna check that out because I seen it, but I'm like, let me catch up on Blackish first, and then. Yeah, and that, they're in that same Cosby Show vein. It's like you know. Yo, say it. whoever the writer is, the Cosby Show, it's fucking it's like amazing. Generations, Cosby Show, you know. Yeah, the, the writer of Blackish, man, that's, he's fucking amazing, yo. Yeah, man. So. That, that, that is definitely a, uh, I mean, and it, there's a lot of sitcoms where I don't even think it was definitive what both parents did. Take Family Matters, for example. Everybody knew Carl Winslow was a cop. What did Harriet do? Yeah, that's a good fucking Fresh question. Prince of Bel-Air. We knew Uncle Phil was a lawyer, <clears throat> then was becoming a judge, then trying to be a politician. What did Aunt Viv do? Whatever she wants. We need answers. I mean, I guess, you know. Right. That's he was, he's a pretty successful lawyer, apparently. <laughs> yeah, now you got my... What the fuck did they do? You know what I mean? Did you know that Uncle Phil's um, law firm was named in honor of Earth, Wind, and Fire? Earth, Wind, and Meyer? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn! <laughs> Shout out to Quincy Jones. They, hey, it's got man. his hand. That's got his fingerprints all nuggets, over. It's nuggets. Damn! I want to go back and watch old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know what the hell Aunt Viv did for a living. I'm telling you, man. Like, she did different. She know. I mean, she was living in the lap. So, but we know? only respect the dark skin Aunt Viv. I hey, wasn't man. feeling their the light skin Aunt Viv. Nah, she was alright. Nah, but nah, from, like from an optic standpoint, light skin Aunt Viv looked more natural there. Think so? I think so. Because none I think of the dark kids. skin Aunt Viv gives you Ashley though. Maybe. <laughs> or or one night tryst with Jeffrey. Whatever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's like but I like family members. Family Matters, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, those are like awesome shows to me too. Awesome family shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not I wrong actually, good wholesome family TV. I actually um, have been going to sleep to like Hulu, and I've been watching, rewatching these old shows. I've been falling asleep to them, and I did it last summer, and I did it this summer. And last summer I was doing Family Matters, and then I would skip back and forth between that and How I Met Your Mother. And this summer has been the Cosby Show, A Different World, and How Much Your Mother. And for the record, <laughs> a lot of How Much Your Mother. For the record, fuck Laura Winslow. Eh. Why? Why so, sir? Man, it took Steve yeah. like seven seasons before she even acknowledged him shooting right. the shot. He had to become I mean, a whole different person to even get a fucking high from her. But now, see, this what happens. You fell into the same thing that I did. We didn't see the end. <laughs> Oh, I seen it. Eventually, they, yeah. they, they, they eventually her and Steve were together. Yeah. But again. Nah, my boy went over for like 370. Thousand. But, <laughs> but, my boy always said, anytime she gave on one thing, I'm wearing you down. Baby. Like he seen hope in every little bit. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a so, chance. So. <laughs> I'll tell you what else I didn't know. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I didn't know until I started watching on Hulu last summer was that uh, towards the end of the show there was a new Harriet yeah I didn't yeah. know that mm -hmm. I, I think the last like, season yeah, Joe, Joe Marie yeah. Joe Marie like, Payton 
Yeah. Had the yeah. had the uh the infamous contract dispute. <clears throat> Bruh. And I was like, like, what's going on here? <laughs> now that one, now that other Harry Winslow, no acknowledgement. <laughs> no, none. None. That's why he ain't know until he went back and watched it that we right. had an actual. Right. And they did and they did one of the most infamous uh I'm gonna call it a Thanos snap I'd ever seen. Because Judy Winslow just disappeared. Bro. Nobody asked. Where, no where does she go? Start doing porn. I, so, I mean, I, I know that, but I mean, like, like, like story wise, yeah. is she moving? They didn't write her out. No, they, she was they, just they going. She went away to boarding school. <laughs> it wasn't like she tried to burn down the high school, and they was like, "Oh, she needs help." Nah, they no. just never spoke about they her just again. Didn't bring her back on. That's crazy. So, like, you got a whole kid missing, and nobody is concerned. Like, you know, black comedies got to stop switching to fucking parents, yo. That's that's. I tell you that's, what. That's black people trying to capitalize on the we moment. We got we got our picks though, so we know who we acknowledge and who we don't. Yeah. Like you said, the, the the new Harriet, she like whoever was the lead singer of the Temptations after Dennis Edwards. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis is the only replacement that we acknowledge, right? Facts. That's, that's all <laughs> you. David, oh! it's Eddie. We get Dennis and whoever you're, whoever you are. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> right. We don't acknowledge you. There have been 4,000 temptations. Word. And, and we, we only acknowledge about six. six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, there's a dude like, man, I've been singing with temptation last 16 years. Fuck Who you, yeah. Who you? Yeah, yeah. What's your name? Google. Like sing, sing my girl. You number 71. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, you got in the group because two people died. One person had a stroke and the other person retired from singing. They did an open audition. Right. And you watched the movie like us and memorized the dance moves. Yo, <laughs> we acknowledge the actors from The Temptations yep. more than yep. Yep. Word. <laughs> more than Yo, the only one that I can know by face it's David Ruffin. I ain't gonna hold you. For real? Yo, cornbread, blue in them. Like they, the real people, I couldn't point them out. Get I out swear to God. Now, Otis and Blue kind of look alike in pictures. But Eddie, I, you, you can always tell him apart. But David does stick out. But I, I, I guess I can see where you would fall into that. Like, I, like I, I know what Twitty's talking about because growing up, we heard the music. Mm -hmm. When visuals started, their careers were on a different trajectory at that point. Mm -hmm. So when this miniseries at the time happened, then it's like, wow. Like, it's easy to, that's the face you're putting with the music. Yeah. When it all actually, like, I mean, one of the things they probably could have did was kind of like show them, kind of like at the end of the Biggie movie, you kind of showed the picture of who they were playing. Yeah. And then them. Yeah, some, man. So. I'll tell you what, man, like. Because I remember my dad seeing it. He was like, these niggas don't look nothing like Temptations. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, well, the guy that played Eddie didn't necessarily look like him. But I think he did a good job. But, but of course, um, um, Leon looked like David Ruffin. Yeah, Ruffin. he did. He definitely looked like David Ruffin. Um, but I, I used that Temptations movie to kind of help people not diss some of our new movies because now we're getting to the point where we got we have those kind of movies where we know the artist like we had the biggie movie we remember when that was going on oh the tupac movie we remember when that was going on Even right straight out of compton so now people are like you remember these. you remember where you were at in your life personally right. when these moments happened but so we, are, we hold a certain standard to people it. are like yo like hating the actors and that person doesn't look like that person i'm like you love the Temptations, though. And you just don't know the actual Temptations well enough to pick it apart, but you love the story. I get you. And you love it. So now we're taking good stories that they're making about our stuff and picking them apart to the point that you won't even enjoy it. Yo, that's I'm, crazy. I'm not going to hold you. I'm probably going to get like a, a Hulu account in the next couple of weeks. Hulu is shit. No, the only reason I say that because I think the Wu-Tang is having a series... It goes it's going to be like a docu-series. On, on September, I think. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was, see, I seen some of like, you know, the rough cuts and yeah. like the trailer. And it, they got ODB's son, Davies, yeah, yeah. playing Method Man. They, right. dude, the bull playing R RZA. I forgot what other movie I seen him in. But he kind of looks like that. Uh, the dude playing RZA's brother. 
looks like it. And then this on the strength of the Wu just doing the four part documentary yeah. with Showtime, uh, what was it, of Mikes and Men? Yeah. That that was solid. I'm like, I'm excited to see that. I got finished that. I only watched the first uh, episode. And then uh, there's another one coming out. Um, they're going to do one on Motown as a whole. Yeah. And I think I think Barry Gordy's going to be involved with that one. It's, al it's always good when you got the people who were actually there and that was actually uh, important to the moment involved. Like, that's why I, I think that's why Straight Outta Compton seems so much more authentic because you had <clears throat> actual members of the group, but more importantly, with Cube segueing into uh, acting, directing, and producing, mm -hmm. like, you just got an overall better feel. Yeah. And that was, you know, Brian's, Brian Osley's main um, gripe about the Temptations is that they were all gone except for Otis. But with N.W.A., you kind of had to flip. Only one of them was gone. The rest right. of them were, were around. I think they did. They gave Easy a lot of props in the movie. But, it, it, it you know, it kind of was. It stayed true they, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, paint everybody in the perfect light or anything like that. Not mm. that the Temptations movie did, but, you know, you just saw that. There Ain't was, nobody come to see you, <laughs> Yo, so did you see what they did to Sonic? Like, yeah. when they when they released that trailer, the world went ape shit to where, the, I forgot what company that's doing it, but they was like, you know what, we're going to take this back, <laughs> and yo, and they still lighting them up. Let me because ask you they this. came back with the other one, and it was like, people just went double hard on it. Let me, let me ask both of y'all this, because you guys are two creative brothers. Why does it feel like now we've uh, exhausted our creativity? We're telling a lot of the same stories over and over again. We're taking things like Aladdin and The Lion King. We're going to make those live action films now. Sonic. They could have made a Sonic movie years ago. Years ago because there's no way you're going to make a hedgehog look any more realistic now <laughs> than you would back then. Right, right, right. My only gripe with that, I mean, Sonic, it don't look like our Sonic. You know what I mean? But I get it. But how the hell do they cast Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik? Because Jim Carrey can play anything. But come on, man. Dr. Robotnik's fat. You know what I mean? So they're not going to make him fat? No. Oh. No, you ain't, you ain't see it? It's regular Jim Carrey with the little beard and the guy. First, uh, well, first he starts off with hair, and then you kind of see like by the end of the trailer, he's got the bald head, yeah. he's got the goggles, mustache. So I don't he still wasn't a worse casting than Topher Grace playing. <laughs> oh my God, man! Oh, don't even bring this. <laughs> yo, that pissed me off so fucking bad, yo. As you know, I'm like the ultimate Venom fan, bro. Man, like God, that does not. Look like Eddie Brock. Bro, that ruined my life. <sighs> I remember uh, Dez made me watch that shit at his house one day. I was great, knock everything over. I think, I just think, when as it pertains to that, I, I feel the same way about that. Like I feel the same way with uh, with Fox. Ironically, as it pertains to Dark Phoenix, you guys have never done this story any type of justice. Same thing with Venom. Like yeah. you can't like when when Sony tried it, they gave it a good shot. I didn't even watch it. They they they, they gave it a good shot. Basura. But, but it was it was terrible. It was fucking and trash. Even just last year releasing the Venom movie, I went. My son wanted to watch it. I would have told him, sorry. <laughs> no no no. But my wife. I'm gonna said, go watch this movie down here. Just my, meet me. My wife said when you do. I'm, I'm gonna go too. So I said okay, cool. I'd have said you take him. 35 minutes in. I was out. I just couldn't do it. And then the bad part is, it's on TV now. So it's on cable. I tried to watch it again. 20 minutes in. <laughs> I've, never, I've, ne bro. I've never made it to the end. Like Woody Harrelson is supposed to be Cletus Cassidy and you're going to see him at a certain... I've never seen Woody Harrelson in the movie yet. Bro. <laughs> I've never made it to that part. I went Bruh. to go see either Infinity Wars or Black Panther, can't remember, and the preview came on at the movie. When I saw that they gave him the suit in a lab, I was done. I, I'm not watching it. <laughs> not watching it. And they tried to make him some kind of troubled hero 
Like, come on, bro. No, no, no. Like, there was, there was a progression to that point. <laughs> but <laughs> Venom was a bad guy killing people for a long time before he decided to be like, okay, I'm going to be a is, good guy, but I'm still going to kill people. Yo, these companies, they, they got to work together because you cannot possibly have a Venom movie without Spider-Man being anywhere remotely attached to it. You can't do that. Right. Like, it's stupid. The movie, don't even do it because it's going to piss you off and I'm going to see you ranting on Facebook about it. I'm not watching it. Yo, Venom end up fighting other symbiotes. Like, other Venom look just like him. Bro. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, as, and, as, and, and anybody who I... My Game of Thrones friends will tell you how much I love Sansa Stark. And because my Marvel friends told I, I just I didn't even watch Dark Phoenix. I haven't either. I haven't either. I have a thing I do. I have a thing when it comes to movies, right? So if I can watch a trailer, and in that two minutes of the film, if you can't grab me, me in that, if if if, it, if you can't give me something to kind of be like, oh, this 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 might be worth it. <laughs> a lifelong X Man. X-Men fan favorite comics to read and I watched uh, X-Men 3 The Last Stand oh yeah I watched it when it first came out I was living in Vegas at the time midnight premiere I left there completely disgusted I've never watched that movie again <laughs> when I say like completely disgusted like straight up how the fuck you gonna kill Professor X and like what Never, never going to look at this again. So as Dark Phoenix was coming on, I had the uh, I had the carryover. The feeling was still in my stomach. Like I'm already like, and like my son comes to me, he said, "Dad, we gonna go see that?" I was like, I "Said son, we might have to skip that one. Yeah. Let's go see Aquaman or something. Let's like, go see that." This is <laughs> I'm gonna skip that. We see Shazam. I'm not gonna see that. Man, that was garbage too. Yo, I think these movie companies need to have study groups. If you're gonna remake something, get a study group of people in that age bracket. You know what I mean? Get your picks. All right, we got these four guys. We want to play this part. Who you? Who you guys are more comfortable with playing this part? Because one character will ruin a movie for me. Did um? Did yeah. you see? Did you see uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home? Uh no. So Spider-Man: Far From Home, that was that was alright. It wasn't great, but I like I like the direction that they're doing, and that's like that's Sony playing ball with Marvel, where you finally be like, alright, let's just cut the bullshit. Let's try to make a great movie so we can break a great franchise and keep the money coming. I can appreciate that more than anything else. But when I first when I first seen that and. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio, and they're saying Mysterio's a hero, and I was like, <laughs> you, you're pushing it, you're pushing it. Right. No spoilers, but it played out better than I thought it would, because at first, I was like, this is some straight up bullshit. An hour into that movie, I'm kind of like looking at my son like, <laughs> I should make you pay me for coming to see this shit. <laughs> knock you know, your little ass out. And and it's sometimes they get presented with opportunities to make great movies and they just don't do it. You know what movie, superhero movie, I thought was cast exceptionally, but the story was totally trash. Batman vs Superman. True. But I left this that was, theater. This was, Went in all smooth. It was before then, though. It was Daredevil. Oh. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Yeah. So you had Jennifer Gardner playing Elektra. That was a visually, aesthetically, it was right. a great look. Right. The flip, taking Michael Clark Duncan, having him play the Kingpin. Yeah. Where one of the biggest misconceptions about the Kingpin was that he was fat. And he was like, no, it's all muscle. Yeah, all muscle. And his muscle underneath that suit. Like, I thought even Colin Farrell playing Bullseye. I was like, man, looking at the, the case or the front of it, the poster, like, this is going to be it. 
and you get like 10 minutes in like this, <laughs> this is not it <laughs> 10 minutes you know one of the best ideas that I saw that I don't think is gonna happen I hope it does was Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton yeah. playing the old Batman yeah that would be a great movie I'm there and then uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yeah with mm. all of the Spider-Man yeah perfect you know what I mean these are things that the fans would love yeah, cause you can pay you can pay homage to right. previous guys. Yeah, I got a question for y'all, cause you know we, we all Marvel guys. You know we all read comics. When did Nick Fury become black? When Nick Fury, like when did he become black? <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna disrespect my man, like you, the Colonel? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, they took a couple black characters, made them white. I mean, you know, it happens. I, what, they take all the characters and make them white. What what ended up happening was this. Same way as we talk about film, uh, the comic book industry dried up. A lot of publications were uh, coming to a halt. Marvel was pulling them. So it's kind of like even when DC, they kind of did like the new 52. It's like you're trying to revamp it. So... That's how you kind of got the black Nick Fury. So it wasn't like it wasn't like saying that the white guy was wrong. It was like we're trying new things, try to appeal to new audiences. That's how you ended up getting uh, a Green Lantern that was gay, a Tony Stark that was an alcoholic. Right. Uh, Hank Pym was a woman beater. <laughs> like they're they're trying to incorporate more realistic tones to these characters. Yeah. And the bad part is for people like like us who remember the golden era, it's like you're shitting all over us right now. Yeah, I I feel that a lot. Like what they did with uh, Venom. There's like three different Venoms now. Like Eddie Brock auctioned off the symbiote to... uh, Matt Gargan. Yeah, Matt Gargan. So he became fucking Scorpion Venom. Then there was the Anti-Venom. Then there's Agent Venom. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? (laughs) Only time I seen something like that, uh, Spider-Man and Venom was fighting. He knocked him down. The symbiote fell off and landed on uh, what's his name, uh, Galactus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he formed over Galactus. It was a big ass Venom Galactus. That was dope, but it was just for that episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> but just whole different like spinoffs, like whole series of different Venoms and shit was corny. Right. Fucking up my childhood. That's all I got left, man. <laughs> I know, like, one of the things is like, I'm still a comic head in my core. I don't buy comics anymore, but, like, even as movies come out, Marvel's got its own Wikipedia. So I start looking people up, like, mm-hmm. all right, who is you? <laughs> Let me see if you cross paths with anything I ever seen before. Maybe, oh, okay, I think I kind of, nope, don't know you. Okay, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I mean, it's it's I just I like where we're at to the point where we can create these movies, but to your point, you have to do these stories justice. Yeah. Cause everybody know I'm the biggest Superman fan there is. That Batman versus Superman, man, like they fucked that whole I just, story I just, up. I just feel like even like I feel like. Uh, DC, the DC movies. I think Wonder Woman was okay. I think Aquaman was okay. But I just, I just, it's like I think Marvel's Aquaman one, was probably the best one. And then these guys are fighting for the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think that Batman vs Superman was as bad as everybody else. Apparently, I know that. It, I guess it could have been better, but I think that they should just get put the team together that does DC's animated full-length movies and let them Yo, do could the animated Jones be jumping? That is the crazy Yo, part. Yo, them shit's good as hell. Some animated movies are the best. Word. Animated movies blow Marvels out of the water. Yes, they do. They Word. Special. What's the dude now? I think it's like Kevin Conroy. This dude been doing Batman for like <laughs> 25 years. Bruh. That's they crazy you said that. classic after classic animated full-length. 
And then like Marvel's animated full length is yeah. whack. If you watch whack. DC animated full length, then you watch a Marvel. The movies be great, on. cartoons terrible. Then it's the complete opposite on DC. Right, right. After watching the DC full length, you can't watch Marvel. And then DC, DC does uh, what do you call it? Television better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Marvel's yeah, television DC series. owns CW. <laughs> Netflix had a good thing at first. And then they oversaturated it, and then it got then it got terrible. But they blew it though. Like how they they started canceling shows that people still wanted to see. Yeah, like they can't they pulled the plug, but that was Netflix and Marvel's negotiation just fell down. So they was like, okay, well then the shows are done. Right. You left shows on cliffhangers. Still waiting to see what happened. Um, but like, like first season of Luke Cage was pretty good. Second season, all the way to the season finale, was, was solid. First of all, Bushmaster was the talk. Bushmaster was that dude. Like how you, you know that that was crazy. How you can get rid of Luke Cage, and it was so popular. But yeah, like when, 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 Luke, when season one of Luke Cage debuted, Netflix shut down. Wow. Reason being, it was too much. The servers went down. I just seen everybody talking about it, so I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and see what's going on with this cage. Because he was never one of my favorite heroes, but, I mean, everybody talking about it. Fuck it. Like, Give it the good, good old college cheap, try. He's a good cheap hero to make. <laughs> I just need a dude who's big, looks strong, <laughs> and we make him live a couple things here and there, but right. it's simple. But one of the greatest things about Luke... Luke Rigno revisited. Yeah. But one of the greatest things about Luke Cage, it was like, Titles of episodes were titles of rap songs. Yeah. Soundtrack was incredible. It's filmed really right there in Harlem. Like that that's what that's what gave it a pass to me because they were doing a lot of other things right. And then, you know, they had some things they need to work on. It's always room for growth though. So we just gotta get the animated writers from DC to talk to the people who do the motion pictures. I just think they need to humble themselves and call them up. Yeah, man. That's what we need. We're trying to make something incredible. Tell us your story. Let's bring it to life. Yeah. Because, man, The Rise of the Superman. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. uh, Yo, I was just right now. Everybody came in, sat down. I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) shit. Everybody started chilling. I was like, man, yo, this shit good as hell. Yeah. The killing joke. Killing Joke was oh right. um, But they had a nice little arc with a couple Batman movies where you had the son of Batman, yeah. where you meet Damian Wayne. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Escape from Oracle. Yeah. Um, they had quite a few. Even like, even was, shit like Batman. Like before Batman's back to back. What under the Red Hood? Where you yeah. Under the Red Hood. That's what it. Yo, you you can, yo, That's a cheap movie to make, and that shit would be incredible. <laughs> you imagine. Because, I mean, there's already plot lines out there in the DC universe, you know. You never see the Joker, but then you see Batman uh, with the with the Robin outfit. And, you know, that's where he's kind of more drawn back from the notion of being a team player. That's, it's already set up. He could be the Red Hood. Right. Bro, that, yeah, they have some good ones, man. Definitely, definitely. Even the, the Death of Superman was awesome. Yeah. I like that better than the fucking movie. Yeah. The movie was terrible. Oh, yeah. The, the comic that, actually. But I, but I already knew. I already knew. There's no way they were going to be able to do that justice. Yeah. Because to do the death of Superman on film, for it, for it to even work, you got to have Doomsday come down and fuck up everybody. So that means the Justice League already needed to be formed. Yeah. And he needed to run through their asses because. That's what the fuck he did. I was about to say, <laughs> I remember the comic book. You see the Green Lantern stretch, Aquaman hunched over, the Flash out. Like, yeah, yeah. Or he beat their ass and that's like when Doomsday, straight cunks. That's when Doomsday was looking like a ninja. He had all his clothes on. Yeah. He didn't start losing his clothes until he fought Superman. Word <laughs> mm-hmm. up. Yeah, they, that would be great if they could do the movie the way they did the animated one. Yeah. That'd be awesome, and I still go see it. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Because they had all the different Supermans on there and all that. Like, that's how it really went. And then Justice League, once they got him back and he ain't have the fucking black and silver on, I'm like, oh, done. <laughs> not just that. Not just 
Like, that, that's another way that you did the story so wrong. You actually tried to say Superman was dead. Yeah. We already know how that works. Superman was supposedly dead. Robots came and got him, got him in the Kryptonian suit, knew it was going to take him a while to live. You know, when I, I still got that comic book somewhere where Superman drops out of the Kryptonian suit and he lands and his head is down. He looks up, his hair is past his shoulder. Mm, he got a little beard and shit, yeah. You know what I mean? But he got the black suit on, no cape. And you know when it when it, when everything's going down with the cyborg Superman, he can't even fly at first. They got to give him jet boots, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so he can keep up. And Superman shooting guns at yeah, people. yes sir. <laughs> That's how you knew he wasn't there. <laughs> and the only way he got his full power back, uh, the Eradicator mm-hmm. was killed, and then the radiation that came off from him went into Superman, and then it was getting like, getting back on track. Game. Bro. <laughs> Well, that I want to thank you, fellas, been, man. That would have been an incredible movie. <laughs> that would have been great. Thank you all for showing up and have a little comic talk. You know, yeah, you can never go wrong with comic talk. Give a damn how old we get. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Some shit is going to change. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I said I appreciate you all coming through. We'll wrap this up. Mr. Gillette, hey, where man. can he find you at, sir? Hey, man, you can find me on uh, Instagram at South City Official. Or almost famous A56. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Saquon Gillette, or Sale City. It's uh, pretty much it. Website. That's where I'm at. That's where I live at. And you can check my site out, GilletteWrites.com. Oh, night, night. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at John Johnson, also at uh, Drunk Onks Podcast on Facebook, Drunk Onks Podcast on Instagram, Uncle Night Night on Instagram. Uh, same underscore John on Twitter, drunk underscore unks on Twitter, and in Drunk Unk Studio. And you can follow that wonderful podcast that we take part in on drunkunks.com. Every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on every network there is, I got podcasts. A separate title, but we'll be working on that. <laughs> yeah, it, I, like when you said every, I just seen his head pop up. I felt like he was about to say title. <laughs> I thought it was coming. Uh, working on it, man. Working on it, man. You know, you know, you know. Jay a little, he a little harder to negotiate with. Yeah. For you got to get in the building to get the meeting. <laughs> yeah, we try and get in the building, man. Twitty J, I'm signing out. <laughs>